Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. The 52nd Annual Dove Gospel Music Awards will be given out tomorrow night in Nashville, Tennessee. So we're celebrating gospel legend B.B. Winans, who joined me in 2016 when his life story was adapted into the musical Born for This at Arena Stage. B.B., thanks so much for, for taking the time to join us. My pleasure, sir. Thank you for having me. The book for this, you co-wrote it with Charles Randolph Wright, who I, I he came to DC and I interviewed him back with. He came with Barry Gordy for Motown the Musical, um, when, right. when it was at National um, Theater. Great guy, really talented guy. But tell me first of all, you know, how did this come about, and what was it like working with him? You know, turning your own life story into a into a book here. Well, an incredible guy, as you said, very talented. Um, but when we when we met to 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 continue this this journey, which was four years ago when I met Charles, I had you know started this six years prior. But uh, one of the things that was incredible was a word that he said to me, which was Pineville. And I looked at him and I said, "What do you know about Pineville? You know, because if you weren't born in Charlotte or lived there, you didn't know anything about Pineville, North Carolina." And so. Uh, understanding and finding out at that moment that Charles was raised there oh. in New York, South Carolina. And, and he knew my story almost better than I knew my story. And that to me played a very important role in, in walking with him to this point. He is incredibly talented, but yet and still had a, a, a real heart for, for this story. At that moment where you sort of like, okay, I trust this guy. To, he, he gets me. He knows me better than I do. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 without a doubt. And I tell you, it is it's like I found my uh, another brother that I had, you know, knew for a while. And so <laughs> it's been a delight working and, and walking with uh, Charles. That's so great. Um, is this the first incarnation of this? Like, is it made just for Arena Stage? or? We, we opened uh, April 13th in Atlanta. It was a co-production between Alliance Theater in Atlanta okay. and the Arena Stage in, in D.C. So this is our second, uh, uh, we, we, we say it like this, the, the piece was born in, in Atlanta and now we're in kindergarten. At the arena stage, <laughs> kindergarten. <laughs> That's a good way to. Yeah, there you go. And then, what? What would Broadway? Is that graduating high school? I don't know what the difference. Uh, with the oh, analogy. That, that, <laughs> <laughs> that would definitely be a graduation. I don't know if that's high school or preschool, but we are <laughs> we're excited about the opportunities that are, have been coming our way, and really, probably in the second week of this run, we'll make some decisions on where we're going from here. From you know, and yeah. and it's. It's it's the sky is the limit. That's awesome. All right. Well, um, before we I get before we get too far down 
down that road to uh, you know our analogy of, of school and everything. Um, let's let's back it up a second and you know let's let's say maybe our, some of our listeners, maybe even younger listeners, maybe they're like, oh, I know I know the name B and B wine and six time Grammy winner, but maybe mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with the story. You know, break it down as if the, you know they're unfamiliar with your life story at all. Give them give them a little like plot summary. You know, a little. Well, you know that's that's the exciting part for me, Jason. There's a lot of people that don't know nothing about us, and to <laughs> me. That, you know, the excitement has been going to the theater, sitting in back, and realizing people are seeing their lives on stage. Um, and that, that, to me, is what we wanted to accomplish. We wanted people to know that this is your story. You know, everyone has a purpose behind, you know, being here on planet Earth. And so, um, you know, to, to, to say, you know, it was hard for me to lose my brother which is, is part of my journey. You know, everyone can identify with loss. So, you know, whether you know me or not, if you want to be inspired, you need to come. It's a coming-of-age story. You know, we were born and raised in Detroit, Michigan, predominantly a black situation, high school and all those things. And then we moved to Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, to join Jim and Tammy Faye Baker, uh, uh, television network, and... Life changed culturally. Mm-hmm. Everything about it changed. And, and, and understanding that in the South, I dealt with racism. And, and it's sad to say we're dealing with that same situation even today. Yeah. And so, um, but I learned that I could overcome hatred, and that's with love. I learned a lot about, um, um, uh, a lot, uh, you know, not allowing racism to separate me because there's always a choice in every situation, in every matter. So it's a coming-of-age story, and music played a very important role, and still today it plays an important role uh, of my life and my sister and my whole family's life. Yeah, for sure, and I, I'm sure a lot of our listeners, you know, especially being near near, near Baltimore here in DC, uh, they're they're familiar with, you know, that remember I remember Hairspray tackled, you know, integrating, you know, the TV sort of more of a, a variety show, but this is integrating TV uh, televangelism with the praise of the Lord, Jimmy and Tammy Faye Baker. But how speak to it from that side? Like, how much do you think that that your gospel music um, help integrate, you know, throughout the the religious communities, and and why why are Sundays still probably the most segregated days of the week? Oh, uh, unbelievable! And you know, Jim and Tammy, you know, they they became our parents to, to put it so you know simple. They became our white parents, mm-hmm. and but they took a risk in putting us on uh, television because there is such segregation within side of the church, and so it was. You know, they received threats. You know, we received threats um, because of what they did. And but they took a risk, and they knew it was important because you know there is no separation when it comes to God's love. And so, to, you know, to, to today we still face some of those same challenges. And you know, honestly, I, I, I rode on the airplane with someone I just met. And and we talked the whole way, and I asked him a simple question. I said, do you have any black friends? Mm-hmm. Do you ha- have you ever been to lunch or dinner, you know, with, with uh, an African-American? And he looked at me and said, no. He, I said, so how can you understand right. the plight that is happening all around the world if you have never taken out the time to have lunch? 
when is the it's like when is the last time you talked about race with someone of another race and most people will say oh now that i think about it like hardly ever it's, it's never it's, have it's never. In, it's like beating your head against the wall you know it's the definition of insanity how are you gonna yeah exactly well it's how, insane how how it, well i know so this play you know your, your musical goes into this topic and, and you know in, in a, a real history this is like a you know a period thing mm-hmm. that actually happened but how do we how do we sort of bridge that divide today in today like like we said sunday's still the most you know uh segregated. We, we we bridge it two ways i think we bridge it first by um confession you know and and then allowing love you know sometimes you know, eye for an eye, tooth for tooth is what we feel, you know, more so. There, there, there's a scripture that I learned in time, especially the older I, I got, where it made more sense where to love those who hate you, yeah. you know. Yeah. How, how do you do that? You do that with God's love and God's power and strength and putting your personal feelings aside. So with love, with with uh, communication, and then taking out time to take yourself outside of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and getting to know other people that you, you know, to this point has, have never taken out time to get to know. That's it's great. Um, in terms of the in terms of the play, uh, the musical itself, um, explain sort of what the music we're going to hear in this thing because it is a musical. Is it all it these great gospel songs that a that musical? <laughs> is it is it is it the gospel songs that we know you know from your Grammy no, career or it, is it new stuff? It's new stuff. It's it's, it's about 20, 28 songs, new songs, and it's songs that transcend. Uh, uh, one of the things about me and my sister's career is that they couldn't categorize our music. So you heard our music on the pop stations, on the R&B stations, on the gospel, on mm-hmm. Christians, on the jazz stations, because it transcended. Yeah. Wherever people were that loved music, that had a message, you found our music. So in this musical, you're going to find that type of music that is inspiring and, and, and that everyone, no matter if you you know been to church or not, you will be inspired by. Definitely. And I think one of the really, really cool things, and I'm sure for you personally, is that your real life niece and nephew are p- portraying you and your sister, right? Awesome. It's <laughs> been awesome. In certain ways, it's been absolutely, you know, you, when, 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 when you raised, uh, 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 you know, your, your nephews and your children, they only know you at a certain age. You know, they know nothing about what you've been through. So having my niece and nephew play BB and Cece has been awesome because they they found out a little bit more about us that they never knew the sacrifices and everything we've done to open doors even for them so it has been absolutely incredible to see them uh on stage and 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 very talented you know individuals as well yeah, this is this is Juan Winans, who uh, I think he has a, like a Grammy um, nom himself, and yeah, then Deborah yeah. Joy Winans, who I think played CC previously in the Whitney Houston, the TV movie that Angela Bassett directed. She did, and now she's playing on Greenleaf. You know, a lot, huh? and, and that happened because Oprah Winfrey came to one of the readings and said, "Look." Do you mind if I snatched your niece? Not at all. <laughs> of course, she went to school for this. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and that Greenleaf's with Keith David. It's on OWN, right? Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, they're they're your niece and nephew are, are you know rising talents in their own right, but it's got to be really cool for them to to play their you know their relatives, and it's almost like full circle family history. That's just got to be Un- that's got to be Un- unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, if you told me this was going to happen ten years ago, I would have laughed at you. But at the <laughs> same time, you know, it is you know I think ordained. It, 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 it's 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 something that was supposed to happen, and and I'm having a ball. They're having the time of their lives. They're very close siblings, like me and my sister are, and so they're having the time of their lives. That's awesome. Well, wrapping up, just in closing, you know, if, if our listeners are hearing this, you know, and they're saying, yeah, that sounds really cool, I want to head down, what's the, final, what's the final pitch to get them down to arena stage? Why should they well, come? If, 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 if you want to have, and, 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 and it's funny, one of the things that I said to myself, especially in, in my life the last 10 years, I want to have fun. Yeah. I want to do what I'm passionate uh, for, but have a good time. I believe in having a good time. And so I would tell anyone and everyone that's listening, if you want to have a good time and that time lasts and linger for weeks and days and for the rest of your life, come see Born for this. Awesome. Well, the, your niece and nephew were born for the, to play you. Who knew that? So <laughs> it's uh, like I love that idea that you said it was ordained. It's it's pretty cool. You're you're very blessed to be able to, to experience this. So enjoy the ride. I know it's sort of in its early phases, but uh, you know as you work your way up through preschool and kindergarten and the rest, <laughs> I hope you take a moment to take it in. You know you're really blessed. I will. I I really am, and I'll see you at graduation. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be there with your diploma. <laughs> All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Jay. That's the legendary B.B. Winans on WTOP. Thank you. I next spoke with his niece, Deborah Joy Winans, who played B.B.'s sister, Cece Winans, on stage. Thank you for having me. Now, uh, I talked to your uncle, B.B., who's, who you know, this is all based on. I talked to him just a few seconds ago, um, and uh, he was saying that this, this production started out in, in Atlanta, right? And then now you're bringing it to Arena Stage. Tell me, um, That's correct. yeah, how did you first get involved with it? Because it's a really cool thing that you're getting to portray <laughs> your relative here. Uh, yeah, it's really, really quite, um, quite a role for me. It, um, it's been very humbling and amazing to be a part of this. And I got involved when they did their very first workshop for it back in 2013. Um, the director, Charles Randolph Wright, and my uncle, B.B., um, we're looking to do the workshop just to hear it and see how it works, see what they like, see what they didn't like, and ask me if I would be a part of it. That's so great. Now, you've played CC before, though. You've played her in, um, I remember Angela Bassett directed a TV movie called Whitney about Whitney Houston. Um, right. And uh, you played CC in that as well. So um, is it was it uh, easy to make the jump to this? Or, you know, have you have you tinkered with the, with the idea of, you know, the role a little bit? Have you perfected it a little since then? Or how, oh, how does that work? Well, yeah, I mean, the TV movie, I was literally on there for like two minutes. Okay. <laughs> um, so it's not, it, it, it wasn't really anything where you had you had to learn who cc was and you had to get her made it, it, it wasn't anything like that it was simply uh seeing whitney at an award show oh okay um so this for me being her and born for this has really really stretched me um there's a lot of singing as it is a musical mm-hmm. and so that's something that was challenging for me because i didn't sing very much before this and so really kind of honing that singing craft and and 
trying to learn different things that she does that I can do because there's quite a bit that she does that I cannot do <laughs> because CC is CC for a reason. Yeah. Um, so it's, I think, I think playing her in this capacity has really, really, really been an honor and it has stretched me completely. Take me into some of you mentioned, you know, obviously this is a musical. So take me into some of the the songs. Is there one that gives you goosebumps every night or you're, the easy answer is you just say they're all my favorite, but I'm not going to let you get away with that. You got you got <laughs> <laughs> Well, the the music is is really really beautiful. My uncle wrote several new songs for the musical, but there's also there's a few songs that people will know as soon as the music starts playing. Right. Um there's Tomorrow, which is sung by the Winans, which uh, my dad is a part of that group, and my dad actually wrote Tomorrow. Wow. Um, there's The Question Is, certain songs that come on that I've known since I was a little girl. There's just something about them that they're timeless, and they're amazing. When I hear them, it's like, oh, oh, that's a good song. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there, but there's so much music in this show and so many beautiful songs uh i love hearing my brother sing i love the title track born for this mm -hmm. uh which my brother sings and he sings it very very well um there, there's a lot you just gotta come see it there's so much music oh we can't wait so it's a it's a little bit of a jukebox musical but also a lot of new stuff as well i gotcha okay awesome yeah all right so your brother is one he plays bb yes Tell me what it's like working on stage with your brother. <laughs> do you guys have like a little, you know, in real life, do you guys finish each other's sentences? How, you know, how close are you guys? And ha has, has this like brought you closer? Uh, definitely. Um, we were already very close. My parents kind of raised us to be that way. Mm -hmm. um, never really any competition, just always supporting one another. And so we've always been close and when he came to do the second workshop, I thought of it as just a week where I got to hang out with my brother. And then um, <laughs> as we began to work, I, it just it just felt right. And um, I never thought I would get to work with him in this capacity. He's such an amazing singer, mm -hmm. uh, Grammy-nominated artist. And so being able to share the stage with him is really, really the biggest joy for me. It's a blessing. I, I thank God for it. Definitely. How, um, take me sort of into just the, the, your whole wine and family, you know, legacy. Um, look back and cause I know the story explores this too, but just speak to sort of how, um, how BB and Cece, your aunt and uncle, how they helped integrate, you know, television and televangelism even, you know, explain sort of their, you know, maybe a lot of people don't even know the importance of, of them on with Jim and Tammy Faye Baker on, on the on the TV network. But um, explain sort of how, how they helped sort of, uh, you know, help the, our whole March to Civil Rights here. They, um, they were, Jim and Tammy Faye Baker were a huge part in kind of making BB and Cece who they are. Um, I don't want to give away too much because I want people to come and see <laughs> okay. the show, but I learned a lot about that part of their life in doing this show. Mm. You know, um, growing up, you just see them as your aunt and your uncle or your parents. And when I got older, I started to realize and see the effect that they had had on music, the effect that they had had on people and, um, and then when I got to this musical, 
I learned what it took for them to have that effect. I learned all the things that you went through back in the 80s in in North Carolina, in mm. Pineville. Um, you know, just the things that they endured and how they got through and how they became who they are, which is really quite an amazing story. And Jim and Tammy Faye Baker um, had a huge effect on how they became who they are, and they will credit them with their career to this very day. Awesome. Well, well, thanks for uh, sort of tiptoeing around that because we don't want to spoil the play for everybody. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Um, and tell me, t- take me into working with uh, Charles Randolph Wright. We talked to him. Um, when did I talk to him? Oh, he was here with. He came with Barry Gordy for Motown the Musical when it was doing its national tour. Nice. Um, what a what a what a smart dude that guy is. Um, talk, just talk, yeah. talk to me because he co-wrote it with with BB, um, mm-hmm. and then he also directs it. What's it been like working with him as a director? Oh, he's amazing. Charles is um, he's very unique in being able to co-write this and direct it and be able to see where it needs to go. Um, he's he's just brilliant. He's really really brilliant, and he's a great actor's director. He understands where he wants you to go and he knows how to get you there without giving everything to you. He allows you to find it in your own way. Mm-hmm. And it's just beautiful working with him. In, in working with him sort of as the actor-director relationship, um, what do you think has been sort of like the biggest, what's like the biggest surprise that you learned about your aunt? Uh, you know, that, may, that maybe you didn't know just knowing her as your aunt, you know, you didn't realize, but after having inhabiting her, what did you sort of learn about her? Um, that she's the same. That the way I see her now, that's the way she was when she was 15. Wow. Um, she's always been very just, she loves the Lord. She's into living her own life the way, the way she sees it, you know, in the word. And she's very, she, she's just, she's the same. The things that I thought about her growing up and thinking, oh, Auntie Cece's this and she's that. She was like that before. That's what I learned from working with Uncle BB and um, just kind of delving into their lives when they moved to Pineville at 15 and 17. He said, oh, no, she's been like that. That's not new. (laughs) She's been, you know, always praying, always in church, always talking to the older women of the church and, and just you know, always kind of wise beyond her years and always focused on how to live right and how to do right. Like that's, that's been who she was since she was a little girl. I said, really? You don't grow into that? He said, <laughs> I guess she grew into it when she was young. <laughs> so, you know, or she was born for she this. Is now is who she was. Yeah. And I think that's beautiful to me. That's awesome. Are you, uh, I mean, just talking to you and BB, um, you know, you both sound like pretty spiritual people. Our listeners, if they show up to the show, is, is it sort of a spiritual experience watching the, the musical? Um, it can be, <laughs> but I also think it's an inspirational experience. Yeah, yeah. It's a coming-of-age story, and it, I think it allows people to walk away with a sense of purpose, with a sense of kind of picking up on those dreams that they sort of let go because they just didn't think it could happen. Mm -hmm. Um, A sense of hope. I think you, you just leave inspired to do something more 
you know, especially if you feel like you haven't been doing what you want to do with your life. I think you can walk away feeling like it's possible and to sort of just be inspired to do everything you feel like you've been called to do. That's so cool. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, just so wrapping up then, um, you know, uh, just explain to me how great it's been working at Arena Stage. I mean, it's such a great space right down there by the water, and it's almost I've, – I've had past – you know, past uh, you know musicals and actors that come there, they they describe it as almost like it is it is an arena. It's almost like this this lighthouse for social change right there on the water of the nation's <laughs> capital. Um, but you know, you, you know, what's your sort of take on it, and how special is it to to play at Arena? Um, it's beautiful. It's my first time here, and um, I'm delighted to be working there. The staff, they they make it great. Um. You know, because the building in and of itself is beautiful, but if the people working in it right. are not good people, then it can make for a very miserable run <laughs> here at Arena Stage. But everyone is so kind, so thoughtful, um, just beautiful people inside and out. And so it's really been a blast. We've been here for just a few weeks, and I, I'm already in love with it. So awesome. hopefully I'll get to come back and do another show sometime. Hopefully the first of many, yeah. We'd love to have you back. Thank you for having me, Jason. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.